You are listening to No PC Allowed, a.k.a. No Political Correctness Allowed. I am Mac Iverson. The Hamas hell that rudely visited Israel recently is coming to America soon. In fact, it's already here. The same forces that run Hamas are running the dark, evil, deep state here in America. And America is far more vulnerable than even Israel. And on a far larger scale than the demonic evil that is the Hamas war on Israel. This is all highly organized and lists are being made right now to come after innocent people like me and you, the outspoken infidels to Muhammad. In the following moments, we will examine this malicious madhouse of Islamic extremism, how it's infected America, and finally, what you can do about it. We have wide, wide open borders here in America, fully erased actually. If Islamic extremists view America as the great Satan, and they do obviously, you can absolutely believe they are now planning on hacking us to pieces as well. And with wide open borders, you can bank on it happening. In Israel, they butchered civilians with extreme confidence as if they could never lose. Even after Israel shores up, America is still stuck on stupid with wide open borders. And these flaming bungholes, Vice President Brandon, Alejandro Mayorkas, Kami the Kami, and many others are perfectly fine with it because, hey, your kids are not their kids living in gated communities with armed guards. And also because they are de facto hardcore supporters of Hamas and all things deep state mafia. Never mind what they say, what they do is all that really matters. The global mafia and all the Islamic extremists and China are essentially one, all focused on bringing down the greatest threat to global tyranny, the USA. Mafia bribes and extortion have turned America into a flaming catastocracy, or a government which is run by the worst, the dumbest, the least qualified, and the most unscrupulous characters. Israel has famously tight borders, and look what happened. Contrast that with the USA with its wide-open 2,000 miles and no border at all to the south. How many Hamas did it take to butcher women and babies in Gaza? Let's just say 10,000 Hamas. Well, they can conceivably jam 10,000 Islamic extremists a day into the USA. Israel is the size of New Jersey. So just doing some basic math... The Muslim extremist mafia can do to the USA with a mere few hundred thousand open border crossers who are out to get the great Satan and bring the USA to its knees theoretically overnight. The only possible argument against this probable scenario is that there aren't that many Islamic extremists in the world who would be willing to come into America to take it over. Well, let's look at the numbers. Islam is the second largest religion in the world with nearly 2 billion adherents. A large percentage of them believe in global conquest. If they're as committed to Islam, as many Christians are to our religion, then there will be no shortage in finding the numbers of martyrs they need to easily destroy America from within. Abraham Lincoln said, America will never be destroyed from the outside. If we falter and lose our freedoms, it will be because we destroyed ourselves. Unquote. Erased borders is that inside job that, just looking at the math, probably will destroy us. 
Vice President Brandon visited Israel recently to slow down the war effort. This PC posturing is ostensibly to help with humanitarian aid in the Gaza Strip. And Israelis are relieved to hear Vice President Brandon's words just to show how naive they are. Again, Vice President Brandon is de facto pro-Hamas. He'll never admit it, but he's pro-Hamas because he feels he has to be. He has a mafia gun pointed at his head. Interfere and slow down Israel's war effort or else. This is Iran's design, but Iran is China's design, and obviously so. It's an international axis of evil. These are the axis powers in our current raging, although stealth, World War III. China, Iran, North Korea, and possibly Russia, and even maybe India someday. The average American has no clue that this war is even being waged right now. That is also by Davos and China's design to keep it all hush-hush for as long as possible with help from the mafia-controlled media. The U.S. has persuaded Israel to give wartime breaks with four-hour daily pauses and with warnings. Now, how in the world can you win a war with four-hour daily pauses? What is Vice President Brandon going to ask for next? Cotton candy and vanilla ice cream breaks and playtime with seesaws and bouncy houses? This proves my point. The military-industrial complex wants another endless war in Israel. Two and a half weeks after the surprise butchery, Israel agreed to a U.S. request to delay ground invasion of Gaza. Why? Israel's corruptibles may be looking at the Ukraine money pit and may be thinking, hmm, if we can give Hamas time to really dig in and become reinforced, then this becomes a prolonged war. We can get billions and billions of endless American middle-class taxpayer payoffs, just like Ukraine, and maybe pocket some of that money ourselves. And because Vice President Brandon is in the back pocket of China, this benefits China because the USA is draining all its resources in an extremely expensive and prolonged two-front war now, Ukraine and now Israel. And so, when the time is right, and at this quickening pace, that time will be really soon, North Korea may feel safe to invade South Korea and China can invade Taiwan, both invasions happening simultaneously. Just recently, China sent seven warships and 42 fighter jets, and they buzzed Taiwan's airspace in a defiant act of aggression. But if China invades Taiwan, it will only be a one-front war for China. So here's the big question. Who will lose in a full-blown, actual World War III? China fighting only a one-front war with a population of 1.4 billion or the USA with only 327 million people fighting a four-front war in Ukraine, Israel, Korea, and Taiwan. You tell me. Vice President Brandon is weakening America on purpose to make sure America loses World War III again on purpose. But hey, if he still has a pulse when all this goes down, he can be clandestinely and safely airlifted into the arms of his loving extortionist masters, the fascist communist Chinese, and to avoid being tried and executed for high crimes here in what will be left of the pathetic USA. Hezbollah has been in Mexico since 2008. That's almost 16 years. With our wide open borders, do you seriously think they're not here too?
This is what Hamas is really planning in their own words recently. They said this, We are not talking about liberating our land alone, but we believe in what our prophet Muhammad said, Allah drew the ends of the world near one another for my sake, and I have seen its eastern and western ends. The entire 510 million square kilometers of planet Earth will come under a system where there is no injustice, no oppression, no treachery, no Zionism, no treacherous Christianity. Unquote. That shocking hell on Earth is well on its way to the good old USA. Why? Because the forces of evil are working overtime in America through mass immigration. Not just our erased borders, but America has been absolutely insane on this whole legal immigration issue for a few decades now. But in the 1990s, guess who uttered these words? All Americans, not only in the states most heavily affected by it, but in every place in this country, are rightly disturbed by the large numbers of illegal aliens entering our country. The jobs they hold might otherwise be held by citizens or illegal immigrants. The public service they use impose burdens on our taxpayers. That's why our administration has moved aggressively to secure our borders more by hiring a record number of new border guards, by deporting twice as many criminal aliens as ever before, by cracking down on illegal hiring, by barring welfare benefits to illegal aliens. In the budget I will present to you, we will try to do more to speed the deportation of illegal aliens who are arrested for crimes to better identify illegal aliens in the workplace as recommended by the commission headed by former Congresswoman Barbara Jordan. We are a nation of immigrants, but we are also a nation of laws. It is wrong and ultimately self-defeating for a nation of immigrants to permit the kind of abuse of our immigration laws we have seen in recent years, and we must do more to stop it. Yes, that's right. Hillary's wife, I mean husband, Slick Willie. Now, a lot of that backfired because the wrong people were in control of everything. They actually made everything worse. They, they mucked it up, but at least the, uh, the intention was sound. The a-holes who bombed Boston were legally here. The a-holes who attacked the World Trade Center, some overstayed their visas, but they were, other than that, here legally. And countless other atrocities that now occur every single day in America by Islam extremists, and almost all of them are legal aliens. The simpering, whimpering American response has always been, Well, we've got the Statue of Liberty that welcomes your tired, poor huddled masses. Okay, first of all, it ain't the Statue of Immigration. That plaque was hammered to the base later on, but the statue is for liberty, not for opening our doors stupidly and rashly to let dangerous, festering lowlife like Ilhan Omar into our country. Is it all too late? As of today, I believe it is too late for America. But we're not finished. Most disturbing are the radical Islamist plants in America. It's just like 1930s Germany. Have you seen some of these protests that are reminiscent of Hitler at Nuremberg pep rallies for the Nazis? Can you believe that America has fallen so fast and so far and is now perched on the precipice of staring down into the abyss of civil war and World War III? Can you believe it? Why? Illegal and legal immigration. Not just that, 
severe, and extreme balkanization of cultures. The demon cat, demon rat, Democrats love that because it's all about divide and conquer, the oldest trick in the book. Different cultures, different gods, beliefs, languages, all the perfect storm for Godfather government to rule over us like the mafia. A weakened and divided proletariat culture can never defeat the bourgeois crooks who brainwash, mind control all the Democrats and rhinos. That's why they will have to cheat and steal in the 2024 election to make certain we don't make a raging comeback to throw all these scumbags in prison and worse. And if we win, they're going to get worse coming to them. After fair trials, and we will go full Nuremberg trial on them, on hundreds, if not thousands of them, and then they're going to wish they'd never been born. Erased borders also exist because airhead young women in their teens, 20s, and 30s have lost their souls to all this mind-numbingly stupid Marxist propaganda. You know, the ones who follow all these Oprah Winfrey alphabet soup bumper sticker slogans that can only make sense to dingbats with no brains and no testicular fortitude whatsoever. Dingbat describes these anti-feminine fools perfectly. I visualize a bat darting around every which way, wherever the wind blows them, bouncing off walls. I used to look up to and admire women in general, but they being so overwhelmingly woke, now many of them just make my eyes roll. Married, conservative, happy women, by contrast, actually understand the need to not allow pedophiles and violent criminals to just walk right into their homes to molest and kill their children in the middle of the night. They don't want their homes wide open. Liberal women don't understand that at all, it seems. I can only attribute that level of suicidal stupidity to them being demon-possessed. Do you know what's really crazy about all of this? Most Jews still aren't that threatened by the threat of terrorism. The same ones who loudly and oh so proudly proclaim never again. How do we know they don't feel threatened? Most Jews are still going to vote for that cadaver in chief, weekend at Bernie's, Vice President Brandon, and all those stinking, disease-carrying, heartless, callous, and cruel neo-Nazi, Democrat, demon rats. Most Jews will still vote for Democrats. Huh. But that's just a bit perplexing, is it not? The most outspoken Jew haters of today are mostly Democrats. Many people erroneously think that anti-Semites are conservatives. But Jew-hating Nazism was national socialism, meaning government control bearing no resemblance at all to modern conservatism. Nazism forced obedience to the state. What does small government and cutting taxes have in common with that? American conservatives distrust government. Conservatism is objectively the polar opposite of the core of Nazism, which did use a nationalist banner, but all the actionable harm came from a totalitarian kind of socialism or government coercion, which again defines socialism. The deep state is deceptively trying to play both sides of the fence. They don't quite feel comfortable coming out fully against Israel just yet because many Holocaust survivors still live, and many of the biggest Democrat donors are still Jews. So it's not good optics for the deep state to stomp on Jews' faces like the jackbooted thugs that they are, 
It just doesn't look good. So they play up to their woke-washed Jew supporters, and they hope those Jews, like frogs in a pot, hopefully won't even notice the heat being gradually turned up in the attempt to eventually wipe out their race and religion. It's worked so far. Those who stand against Israel stand against God. Those who bless Israel will be blessed. But Vice President Brandon's support is on very shaky ground. His support for Israel is even more rickety than his support for Ukraine. And right now it's looking grim for Ukraine. When all you do is throw money at that crooked little country, the corruption just grows and festers and grows. Vice President Brandon's and the Democrats and the Rhino's idea is to ruin Israel in the same way they ruined Ukraine. They want endless conflict spurred on by a near-endless money supply pouring into the pockets of America's military-industrial complex, all a part of the deep state leeching off the backs of the shrinking middle class. A massive minority of liberals and leftists are now out of the closet vocalizing bitter hatred for Israel. In spite of what the pro-Hamas mafia-controlled media has to say, these anti-Semites are not Republicans. That is every liberal's fantasy. They are leftists, overwhelmingly and objectively so. In London, police won't stand up to the jihadis. The police claim that they can't respond to expressions of terrorist threats, which is illegal there because they claim there aren't enough police. There aren't enough police. Well, let's extrapolate England's numbers of Islamic extremists to America's numbers. With our open borders... Our Islamic extremist problem could be exponentially higher here. At least Great Britain is surrounded by water to discourage some illegal crossings. America doesn't even have that. Australia is suffering from the open borders madness disease as well. Muslims are marching in the streets screaming, Gas the Jews! Gas the Jews! What's the Anti-Defamation League's way to fight back? Show a movie in Hollywood and New York City showing the actual butchery of Jews in Gaza. But do they sound the alarm on America's erased border? Oh no, because the ADL is full of brain-dead liberals. The ACLU used to be about protecting civil liberties. Now they're shields for liberal totalitarianism. Likewise, the ADL says nothing about closing America's borders to protect Jews from an American holocaust. So who can possibly take the ADL seriously? They're just jokes now corrupted by the deep state, and they've been that way for decades. There are Islamist extremist sleeper cells everywhere in America. They have to be here. These terrorists aren't stupid. Open borders invites them. The deep state wants America to burn to the ground. For Vice President Brandon, that's his legacy. Your own Chinese-controlled, American government wants to see you and your family butchered. Your American government is your enemy. There was a massive increase of immigration and visas after 9-11. Shame on all these so-called conservative leaders and pundits who never addressed all this sick, sick liberal immigration policy. If we invade the world, we invite the world. We make wars and then bring terrorist masses of refugees here in order to help them in trying to be compassionate. And so we have turned America into a third world hellhole. That job is finished. 
One thing I really detest in so-called leaders is naivete. Representative Jim Jordan, in a recent Charlie Kirk interview, was asked if there are sleeper cells in America, and he said, I hope not. I hope not? Does that sound like leadership? As many as one to 5,000 sleeper cells in America is a possibility as of today. Now, is that alarmism on my part, as critics claim, or is it realistic? What defines a single sleeper cell? It could be two people. So they're here in large numbers, unless, of course, you think Islamic terrorists are really, really stupid. They can attack well-defended Israel and hack babies and women to pieces there, but they're too stupid to walk across a wide-open border to attack the great Satan? Is that what you think? Anyone who thinks that is a stone-cold idiot. What America needs is an airtight sealing of our border. As of now, is Jim Jordan and the Republicans going to insist upon it? No, of course not, because they need to get reelected. America thinks like a rotten, brain-dead carcass. That's why we're all screwed up as a nation. 9-11 was the clarion call for shutting our borders tight way back in 2001. But it's too late now. Or so it seems. What does the future look like? Believe it or not, China has less foundational strength than even the U.S. They have raw police power only. Their societal root system is not voluntary but coerced and therefore weak and shallow. They have an expansive deep state, but it is based upon the fear of punishment. Hundreds of millions of Chinese are being brutally psychologically tortured, and this mental torture doesn't go away. Just like in Orwell's 1984, cameras and AI tracking needs to be omnipresent there. If they couldn't keep track of all their millions and millions of enemies within, every day would be like Tiananmen Square, and the anti-government protesters would be everywhere, 24-7, 365, until that communist fascist government would eventually implode from its deteriorated foundation. Remember the public torture of China's own citizens in 45 cities last year? Millions of citizens were literally locked inside their homes. Many had their doors bolted from the outside by these fascists for the excuse of trying to control the spread of the COVID boogeyman. Many starved to death as a result. The majority of Chinese hate their government masters and cannot wait to see it all fall apart. What the deep state mafia wants more than anything else to gain permanent power is martial law. Soldiers and tanks in America's streets permanently to intimidate the proletariat peasants with the pitchforks. All of this has been wargamed in advance. Notice how the mafia-controlled media refuses to talk about Ukraine in any real depth. Everything is assumed. Have you noticed that? And Ukraine is the first puzzle piece in this race to defeat America in the coming World War III. The war in Ukraine deliberately pushes Russia into the friendly fascist arms of China. So now two nuclear superpowers are melded to create nearly double the ominous specter rising like a sunrise in reverse to terrorize all the decent world. Next comes the unbelievably anti-wise choice of Vice President Brandon's funding of $6 billion to Iran, just giving them piles of cash. And just weeks before, the Hamas butchery in Israel. Representative Corey Mills wrote, This pattern is clear. 
Each time funds are released to Iran, the largest state sponsor of terrorism, proxy militias in the region persistently launch attacks aiming to destabilize and target Western allies and Americans. Examining the precision and coordination of the recent attack, it's highly plausible that the recent $6 billion in addition to the many billions made available to Iran after Biden lifted sanctions provided the necessary funding to execute this assault, unquote. So the deep state supports Iran with regular, highly fungible cash payouts that can be used to pay for terrorist assaults on a regular schedule, on a regular schedule. The Bible says a lot about welcoming strangers, but that has nothing to do with a raised border insane stupidity. Welcoming the stranger may be the guy on the other side of our backyard fence. Liberals trying to create love in their hearts and think that by being reckless, stupid with borders is good. But if they can't welcome strangers who already live next door, then their agape desires for their soul's fulfillment is just pure fantasy. Their lack of personal courage is their personal problem, not our immigration policy. Say a prayer for those who are about to suffer unspeakable harm from wide-open erased borders here in America. Action step, only one. I am being shadow-banned by big tech. They are threatened by me. Therefore, it is vital that you do a few things. Number one, like, subscribe, and share. Like, subscribe, and share. Share this podcast, No PC Allowed, like crazy with everyone you know. That is vital. Please and thank you. Number two, because big tech feels threatened and is limiting my reach, I need to also have you go to Rumble and Truth Social. That's Rumble and Truth Social. Number three, also go directly to rss.com. Again, rss.com to view all my podcasts going all the way back to January. You can see everything I do there. That should never be censored by the big tech bullies. You've been listening to No PC Allowed. I am Mac Iverson. We will meet again next week and every week.